Oh, hi. Hiya, hun. You alright? You look cute. Oh, mute. You're on mute. I can't hear you. Mute. Maybe it's my compute. No, no. It's yours. It's you. Mute. Maybe try and restart or reboot and... Oh, oh, she's gone. Looks like it's a video chat for one, so might as well ramble on, a little solo liaison, the chance to expand upon the current lonely situation, chit-chatting to myself for the duration, just me, myself and I, here in isolation, the blank screen consultation, my lockdown conversation. Hi. Hiya, hun. So in this lockdown, what have you done? Have you learnt any skills and have you begun your to-do list? Have you cycled or been for a run? Have you learnt French just for fun? Have you done a ton of DIY and each day thought, I have outdone my pre-lockdown self? Um, no. Nope. Not at all. The answer is no, hun. My to-do list, I haven't begun. I've not done a ton of housework. I've just done a ton of eating. Packet pasta. And no, I'm not any faster because I haven't been for a run. And I haven't learnt French just for fun because I got bored at un. And the only thing I've outdone is my online shopping habit. Now the owner of a lizard and a dwarf rabbit. Yes, you see, I have certainly spun out of control. Yeah, control. That's something I lack and... Oh, you're back. Hi. Hiya, hun. So, we started with a poem straight on in there. Hello and welcome back to this podcast, Not Another Poem. My name is Olivia Mulligan and I'm here to share some poetry with you. So, as you know, I am very, very new to the whole podcasting game. Uh, This is actually only episode two. If you've listened to episode one, the introduction episode, thank you very much. Much appreciated. Um, It is now out there in the world. Um, I listened back to it um, the other day and realised I left absolutely no means of contact on there which I think is a bit a big no-go in the podcasting world. Um, I should have left my Instagram, my Facebook page, my email address. So here goes. The Instagram page is live underscore mulligan underscore poet. The Facebook page is Olivia Mulligan Poetry. And the email, should you wish to send me an email, say hello, uh, send across any collaboration ideas, etc., then that is poet at oliviamulligan.com. So, uh, let's get on to another poem. Uh, This one here, again from the book Poems on the Gatepost. Um, I've chosen this one uh, purely because earlier this week uh, we had the summer solstice and that is exactly what this one is here. Written in lockdown, summer solstice. Self-isolating for three months is like winter, the slow time between Christmas and New Year, 
but less turkey on the plate, more birdsong in the sky, singing the same song each day, stuck on a loop, looping to repeat, repetitive strain of making tea. Repetitive phone calling, repetitively calling people out, repetitively using the word unprecedented, repetitively using a garden trowel, weeding, repetitively weaning yourself off the biscuits, repetitively napping, repetitively googling symptoms, googling what is in store today. Today, today is going to be a long day, daylight galore, the sun rising at 4.43, staying, setting at 9.21, 16 hours and 38 minutes of day, the longest day, the sun standing still, still shining, still offering light, offering meaning, meaning, winter is coming. Um, not the cheeriest of endings to that one, but anywho, on to the next. Um, this one was also written in lockdown in the height of summer. Um, and I was inspired to write this one really uh, during yeah that hot summer day and really noticing that my freckles had, had come out in full force uh, and catching my thoughts of you know seeing my freckly face in the mirror and being quite pleased with myself and if you'd have know spoken to me about my freckles when I was much younger I used to absolutely hate them hate them so much I'd want to to cover them up I'd want to get rid um however I could and yet now why am I so fond of them I'll tell you the answer is that they are they're pretty fashionable right now you know models paint freckles on their face uh, we now have filters, beauty filters, on our phones that, that add freckles to your face to, yeah, make you more beautiful, um, which is crazy. I used to be so self-conscious of them, and now they are something that is celebrated. Anyway, I'm rambling. I basically put that idea into poetry form, um, and it's called Stay Just As You Are, You'll Be Fashionable One Day. The lockdown mirror judges. My bushy eyebrows grow thick and long. I google monobrow fashion. Is it right or is it wrong? In 2002, a woman asked, Does my bum look big in this? Of course not, darling, not at all, her friends would surely dismiss. Yet today, the big bum is in. Having a flat bum is quite a disgrace. But remember a time when freckles were ugly? Now models paint them on their face. Remember when the ginger kid used to get bullied? She's now a fiery and fierce trendsetter. And once was a time, true beauty was pale. But now the deeper the tan, the better. It used to be weird to have blue hair. But now it's beautiful to be wacky. I read being skinny is so last year and showing too much cleavage is tacky. Perhaps varicose veins will one day be fashionable. And we'll want more wrinkles than our mother. We'll praise crooked teeth and doubled chins and when one boob's bigger than the other. Still, we diet, 
we bulk, we cover our face, afraid to be different or wrong. But every body has a different body, and every body was born to belong. So continuing this theme of summer, uh, we've had the summer solstice, we've had the freckly situation. This wasn't actually a planned theme, it's just kind of, I've realised, oh, they're all a bit summery poems. Um, we'll now have this one here called SPF is your friend. We Brits be slave to the sacred sun, taking as much as we can hack. Once a plum, you're now a prune, and there is no going back. Some men feel the urge to remove their vests, having their nipples on display. Their chalk white skin reflects the sun, and we don't have the nerve to say, please put that back on. It's April. The t-shirt tan is a staple, something we show off to our friends, an aggressive line of red and white where the sun damage starts and ends. And not just minimal damage, but damage to our largest organ. Sorry to burst your summer bubble, but our skin is just too important. Indeed, soak up that vitamin D, but remember that the sun is shifty. The power to heal and the power to hurt, so wear your factor 50. Yes, enjoy the warmth, wear your shades, eat ice cream, eat frozen banana, but don't enter lockdown as a grape, and then exit as a sultana. Yeah, just a bit of fun there. Um, speaking of a bit of fun, um, just because this poem is literally on the following page of the book, that was 40, we're now on page 41, um, I see this poem here called The Lockdown Ocean, and this was huge fun for me to write. So during this lockdown challenge of doing the daily poem on the gatepost, uh, you may remember me saying I also left out my phone number for people to text in suggestions for the following day's poem. And now most of these suggestions were, you know, you could say a little bit predictable. They were the kind of suggestions you might expect. Oh my goodness, I am so late. I'm sorry. I will. <laughs> I maybe should stop recording, but I'm on a bit of a roll, so I'm going to continue and just <clears throat> apologise for how nasal I am at the moment. Um, peak of summer. I didn't think I got hay fever, but maybe I do. Um, very nasal. Sorry about that one. Where was I? Oh, the lockdown ocean. Yes, I got texts from people um, with suggestions for poems. And yeah, most of them were quite predictable, you could say. Things like, oh, Olivia, can you do a poem on homeschooling? Or dogs? Or how much I love drinking tea? Uh, that kind of thing. You get the gist. Um, and, you know, absolutely had a hoot writing those poems, don't get me wrong. But then I got a text suggestion asking me to write a poem about mollusks. Mollusks. Like, what? <laughs> um, I did a fair bit of googling. Um, yeah, learnt some very interesting things, because I must say, you know, GCSE biology only takes you so far. Maybe we covered it, maybe we didn't. If, in all honesty, I, I did not remember any fun facts about a mollusk. But then, diving in to Mr Google... Um, found out some great stuff. Um, so I found out that the the Great Pacific Octopus is is 
know, is a mollusk. And octopuses have some really interesting facts. Some of them have blue blood. Uh, some of them have nine brains um, and, you know, multiple hearts. And all of this material already was sounding quite cool and quite poetic. So then actually putting that into a poem, yeah, just endless fun. Highly recommend. So here we go. This is The Lockdown Ocean. In lockdown, we are like mystical ocean mollusks floating through the unknown, the waters that nobody knew. Like a great Pacific octopus reaching into nine brains, our knowledge waits in a queue. Two metre love from three hearts, frontline love and blood, the blood that is blue. Locked down we explore multiple brains, locked down we nurse many hearts, loving voices and loving strangers and loving our loved ones, oceans apart. You know, I think how to gain inspiration for writing a poem really is such an interesting topic of conversation. I feel, you know, it can be either very, very difficult or really, really easy. I guess that's the whole point of, of inspiration. You're, you're either inspired or you're not. I feel if if ever you're in that not category, then having a, a kind of a force um, to, to write something, um, being forced to write something, should I say, um, can really get the ball rolling. Uh, so this idea of having the text suggestions from people really kept me kept me going with that daily poetry challenge. Um, for me, it's almost quite fun um, to force it sometimes. I'm <laughs> probably going to regret saying that, but um, it really can be. And the idea as well, especially if it's a topic you're not so sure about, for example, mollusks, having to do some research on it and, and dig deep uh, can come up with some really interesting material anyway before you even get to the poetry writing side of things. Um, so I just think it's it's a really good tip for those that, that love writing, don't know where to start. I'd say challenge yourself on a topic that you're not actually too sure about um, and go from there. Because um, I feel the other side of inspiration um, where you've just got this, this urge within you, you could say, um, then it's good, I think, to write about what you know. Um, that's the other side of it. Um, always write what you know. Um, I've kind of gone back on myself then, I realise that, but it's just two ways of looking at it. Either go for something totally new, totally different, something that you need to research first, or, you know, stick to your heart and, and write from within and write what you know. Whether you go for the the research uh, side of things or from the heart, whatever you do, just get something on the page. That's the hardest part. You know, you can polish it up later, but just write something, anything. One doesn't need war wounds or love letters in lockets. One doesn't need certificates or money in one's pocket. If you can see light in the dark, 
and sculpt shapes in the light. If you can play with possibilities, you can certainly write. You do not have to be right to write, and you do not have to be heard. Paint words to ponder, to discover, to be incorrectly absurd. Or correctly absurd, if that's what you choose. Write with your stomach, your heart, write with nothing to lose. One doesn't need approval or heavy intellect. We write to taste life twice, taste the moment, taste retrospect. Let's write to taste life twice, in poetry and in prose. To survive, we must share stories. So let's see how our story goes. <laughs>